It's that time again. It's that time when I like to torture Joe on what? pop that culture. It's not torture. <laughs> no, I well, I, I feel bad because right before we came on, uh, I told him what song was running through mm. my head, which yes. is basically when you do that, you're just saying to the person next to you, I would like to now torture you right. and make sure you have the same song running through mm -hmm. your head that I have. Yeah. It's like in Star Trek 2 where they drop that it animal in, in Chekhov's ear. Yeah. yeah. So I just put a bug brain. in Joe's ear. Mm -hmm. How about how about you? Would you like me to put it in your ear? Right. So yeah, like in that scene, I now picture Ricardo Montalban like, let me just put a bug in your ear. <laughs> like, whoa. Fine, Corinthian letter. But you don't know what this is not torture. I look forward to our podcast every day. Oh, the day. podcast. Yeah, I and was just meaning like I'm yeah. screwing you up, taking you away from your Miley Cyrus party in the USA constant mm. loop and putting girl, you'll be a woman right. soon. Now it's the Miley Cyrus, um, Neil, Neil Diamond, Diamond mashup. <laughs> you know, the one person that probably is getting tortured is because we found out a while back that Craig Folly basically turns our show on when yeah. he's in the building. Sure. So he hears all of the uh, hijinks. And hilarity. And hilarity. Yeah. We're and all over. Uh, if he's not hyperventilating because he's laughing so hard, he's just shaking his head going, guys. Right, those guys. Oh, my goodness. Actually, he came by to uh, say hi before yeah, the show know. today, which was super nice. You know, his voice is naturally resonant. Have you noticed Correct. that? Correct. He does not he need amplification or yes. a microphone or like yeah. weird techno things. Yeah, if you, if you listen to one of my voiceover demos, there's a lot of processing on that. <laughs> there's a lot of It's not natural, Joe. <laughs> a little auto-tune. Joe normally sounds like this, and yeah. then when you hear him uh, doing commercials, he's like, this is Joe, Joe, Joe. Do you know why? <laughs> Do you know why that is? I don't know. Because I know so many people that I've met through my career uh -huh. that are radio guys that yeah. will walk around talking in their on-air voice. Pushing it? They push it. And they push it real good. And you know, in some ways, it's just because they do it. In other ways, they're almost fishing, waiting for people going, "Wow, you have a nice, you have voice. A nice voice. Why is that?" Well, I'm on the radio. <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but I'm kind of a big deal. Right. You know, it's like it's like when you're not looking at them, you can almost see them ducking to the side and drinking like a tea and honey mixture, like. <laughs> Yes, la 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 la. <laughs> so this is all natural. I don't know what you're talking about. I have no idea why I have such smooth oration. <laughs> exactly. That needs to be a band. Smooth oration. <laughs> it's a wedding band. Coming up next after sexual chocolate, it's smooth, smooth oration. oration. Take it away. Smooth operator. Oh, that you know they're doing Sade. Oh, 100% they're doing Sade. So yesterday, I think it was towards right towards the end, we were talking mm. about a little girl who, like, total gangster, pulled a scam on her mm. family. Um, her mom had allowed her to order through Amazon one Barbie for her birthday. Yeah. One, one Barbie. Mm -hmm. And this little monkey decided, I am going to order $350 mm -hmm. worth of toys. She took the proverbial inch <laughs> and made it into a few yardsticks easily. Made it into a big pile mm -hmm. of gifts for her. Maybe a whole tape measure. Yeah. Preferably to Walter Stanley. Everything else is crap. Of course you know that. Mm. Um, but they didn't realize that she had done this until the delivery all showed up right. and they kept in taking out boxes. So at first I had heard that her mom said, well, 
that's you're hysterical, but here's what's going to happen because I promised you the Barbie, you get to keep the Barbie, but you're going to have to ship back all of these other mm -hmm. toys. And she said, holy ship! <laughs> I shipped my pants. But uh, there's actually an even nicer ending to this story that mm -hmm. we just found out about. I don't know if it was 100% the child's idea, but Caitlin has allegedly chosen to donate all of the toys to a children's hospital. Oh my gosh, Just and little charity was like, oh my god, I hit the lottery! Yay! Yes! Um, she had to stay in a children's hospital for a week when she was born, mm. and so that hospital is the one that she'll be donating to. What a great cause. Yeah, and I like it. I don't know, have you ever done a fundraiser for a children's hospital in your illustrious career? Uh, yes, I would say yeah. I have many, many times. If you want to go cry at work, raise money for a children's hospital and you'll realize how great of a cause you this had to is. produce the stories of the families right i'd have to sit down with the families and for hear hours. them talk about what they went and through you are seeing a, their tiny oh. tiny little baby just you know i'm starting to cry even, like touch <laughs> them and, yeah i know i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry, I'm sorry. no okay. seriously it is these stories and if you walk through a nicu oh, and talk even. to the nurses and doctors and see these kids you will just like okay here's my checkbook yeah. yeah, it's a tough oh, one. Oh, oh, no, I'll Venmo you. I'll Venmo, uh, Venmo's great. It'll be great. Take my, take anything I have. Yes. I only have $5 in my pocket right now, but I will give you my entire wallet and whatever you want. But yeah, so I think this is, uh, this is possibly one of the cutest things that could have come out of this story because otherwise it was just about kind of a bratty kid. But now yeah. we get a good thing. Mm -hmm. Now, I think it was a week ago that Lady Gaga let everybody know that she is officially going to be doing a Vegas residency which is just the new hotness. You mm -hmm. had your Britney, your Jennifer Lopez, your Celine mm -hmm. Dion, Aerosmith is doing a Vegas residency, which, mm. okay. And I can't, I'm not 100% clear on if this is a, well, I've got nothing else going on right now. Like, like are you on the I don't think so. Downslide, or is this, like, all the cool kids are doing it? Like, I can't quite tell <sighs> if this is a... My theory is this. I think the heyday of the Vegas residency mm -hmm. is still yet to come. Oh. I think we're talking on the, you know, as, you know, as people like Elvis and, and uh, Wayne Newton have sure. gone away. Yes. I think they're, you know, this is just the beginning of even bigger acts. Instead of going on tour, yeah. let's do a residency. We don't have to live in a bus and hotel rooms right. for a year. Because, I mean, Backstreet Boys are doing it and Aerosmith is doing mm. it and they're not in the heyday of their careers so that's why I'm seeing this as sort of like a, a sweet sort of like retirement plan but then you got your uh, your Jennifer Lopez's and your Britney's mm. and they're still raking in money hand over fist doing like regular tours or Jennifer Lopez with TV or movies or yeah. whatever so that's why I can't quite tell what it's considered I'm hoping that one day my whole and J-Lo tribute band, Courtney Love Lopez, would do a <laughs> Vegas residency. I'm really hoping because let, you get to stay in one place. And I think for Lady Gaga, mm -hmm. think about it. She has done television mm -hmm. in the form of American Horror Story. Yes. Uh, she's been on tour. Yes. Uh, she has done a duet album with Tony friggin' Bennett. Right. So I think that's just another mountain to climb for her. I think next is she's probably going to be on Broadway at some point if she hasn't already. It's very um, true. I think she'll probably attempt to busk on a subway platform, <laughs> um, maybe a couple bar mitzvahs, and maybe go on tour again after that. Sure. Her um, life, I think, is going to really, really change when A Star is Born comes out. Mm. 
with Bradley Cooper. And then the X-rated version, A Star is Porn. <laughs> so she's sort of doing press for the fact that she's got this Vegas residency and, you know, she's been doing press for A Star is Born coming up. But obviously she's a girl who's been known to dress in strange things and mm. do publicity stunts, but she kind of is freaking people out with these pictures she just posted on Instagram. Hmm. So let's see the, the first one where she's super, okay, here we go. Um, Man. Right? That looks like Slender Man's girlfriend. Yes! Oh my, <laughs> that is the perfect description of whatever this is, is Slender Man's, it's very horror uh, movie, like, hot, like. If I were a kid, that would be the thing, like, you know, scratching in my window at night, going, oh my God, I see boobs, but no, they're creepy but boobs. I can't, I'm so confused, up, down, I don't ah. know what's happening here, I don't, how, how do I, am I supposed to feel about this, but yeah, uh. um, like, I kind of feel like this is something, like, when she was doing um, the TV show American Horror Story, like, mm -hmm. these would have been appropriate to right. come out for that, but, like, looking at her Instagram, you wouldn't go, oh, Vegas residency, a star is born. This makes complete and total sense. Right. I understand why these photos are here. But again, she's a girl who's worn a meat dress. So mm -hmm. she, you know. I think one day, you know, kind of like Madonna, she's always trying to kind of reinvent herself. Sure. I would like to see Lady Gaga reinvent herself as like a soccer mom, just for like one album, you know. Yes. Like, but like '80s soccer mom, where like she just starts dressing in like culottes and stuff like corks. <laughs> Amazing. Um, so this one was super freaky. The second one wasn't as bad, but they still like why? Why did you have to have a, a witchy nose? Like I don't. Yeah, she looks like Danny DeVito's what's penguin. What's going on here? Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh Dave, boy. Uh, why don't you chime in with us here? Uh, Dave, the producer, just held up uh, a little sign. Oh and man. So I just got some sad news. Uh, Rita Franklin has just passed away today. Oh, That's very man. sad. The, I, uh, I don't know why. I thought maybe somehow there would be like yeah. a way to. But I think her family knew and her friends right. knew. Like this was. This was so be let's uh, let's salute the Queen of Soul, oh, Aretha, Franklin. Aretha Franklin. Thank you for the beautiful music that you've produced and for influencing so many fantastic artists in different ways over the years. That's very terrible. Yeah, that's a toughie. Um, but like I said, you know, she she had a lot of a lot of visitors, a lot of family, mm -hmm. a lot of people around her. She was in her house, so she got to kind of go out surrounded by love, which is what we can all hope right. when we reach that. And I think that, you know, going back to Lady Gaga, I think Lady Gaga has something to owe Aretha Franklin. Oh, for you know, sure. For, you know, her performing oh and her vocalizations. And yes. Things like that. You name me a woman singer who has ever belted out a song who hasn't been influenced by Aretha right. Franklin. Yeah, there's I mean, there a lot of female artists out there who we owe a lot of great debt to Aretha mm -hmm. Franklin. Yes. Paved the way for that. And a lot of shower singers. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, respect <laughs> has got to be one of the. That's I, me. I'm, yeah. No, seriously, respect I sing to the shower. In public, but shower and car. Right. Nailing it, and I. It's, and it's a lot of it mm -hmm. is thanks to uh, Aretha Franklin. So. Wow. We've all got our own uh, Aretha story. In right. A way. You know. So I don't know why I'm having this weird flashback to watching an episode of Mark and Mindy okay. when I was a kid. That is weird. But this is after Mark and Mindy jumped the shark <laughs> and put Jonathan Winters on the show. Oh right. So he he goes to school and he had a hard time answering a question about Ben Franklin, and I think it's because instead of Ben Franklin, he thought Aretha Franklin flew the kite with the key on it. <laughs> 
in a lightning storm. So she is Easy really, to confuse. yes, yeah. permanently or permeated our culture in many, many ways. Rest in peace, Aretha Franklin. I forgot about her being in the Blues Brothers movie. Yes. Was she in any other movies besides Oh, that? she's made a bunch of cameos. Um, I, feel, I feel bad. I should have had this more... Uh, I mean, I didn't know she was going to pass well, away. Well, that'd be a I little should've... morbid if you were like, hey, Joe, just in case Aretha passes away, <laughs> let's have something prepared. I yeah. prefer to take my news as it comes as opposed to kind of hovering, waiting for something. And uh, what I'll probably do is... Um, I'll probably tweet something during the next break. Okay. At Joe Santo 615 because Pop That Culture doesn't have a Twitter handle. <laughs> well, we could put something on our Pop That Culture Facebook Right, we page. will do that. Pop That Culture Detroit. So, oh, did you have something, Dave? No? All right, I thought maybe you had a, some other movies she was in. So anyway, uh, Lady Gaga is putting out weird photos, mm. and then we got to see the opposite of that, which is just regular normal like hey how you doing see ya in a picture mm. she when she performs and even when she has done any interviews most times is wearing a huge wig that comes down and you just see her red lipstick mm -hmm. um she's really bad stage fright which yes. is part of the reason why she started what, wearing what, it. that's why she throws kristen wig out there Kristen just, Wig. Just, just go. And then that Maddie Ziegler dancer girl mm -hmm. that did a number of her music videos because Sia doesn't, didn't want to show her face. Right. A, because of the um, stage fright, but B, because she also sort of wanted some sort of anonymity for when she does live her own life mm -hmm. and kind of gets to walk out on the street. So I don't know why she's changing her tune. This was from um, a big event for the TV show Ozark, which um, Jason Bateman stars in. Mm -hmm. She's adorable. Like, don't hide that yeah. face. What are you doing? You know, but she's one of these people that, you know, a lot of super creative people have this interesting duality about them. And it's normally, you know, kind of like a brilliant engineer or mathematician is, mm -hmm. they're extremely brilliant at what they do, but, you know, they're kind of shy or they're maybe there's an introverted quality yeah. that kind of sticks out. and. There's part of me that, like, I like to imagine somebody like Sia or Lady Gaga or Madonna, like, that duality is, like, they're just really normal. You know, like, right. where you like, bump into them. Right, like, we think that they're like, wacky, but really yeah. they're just, like, you know, watching right. watching movies, eating uh, breakfast for dinner. Yeah, like or, people. you know, you bump into Marilyn Manson, he's like, hey, man, um, I'm having lunch at the Olive Garden. You want to come? You know, unlimited <laughs> you know, salad and breadsticks. You bread know Marilyn Manson likes right. unlimited soup salad exactly. and Exactly. I mean, can you blame him? Yeah. He needs to put on some pounds. You know, He's so skinny. Get that bread. Let me share a story. A friend of mine, actually my boss in New York when I worked for VH1, is from Clinton Township. So we bonded because we were both Michigander yeah. really, quick, really quickly. And he called me one day. And he's like, this is after I moved back to Michigan. He says, he goes, I had the weirdest thing just happened to me. He says, so it's fashion week and I'm in Bryant Park, which is in Midtown. That's where they put up the big tent and have all the runway shows. Okay. And he goes... He goes, somebody just came up to me and started talking to me and um, saying, hey, Dave, what's going on? Um, what's going on here? Are you guys doing a shoot? And Dave goes, yeah, it's fashion week. We're doing the normal thing. And then he stops for a second. He's like, oh, hi, Rob. It was Rob Zombie, just like kind of walking around. Hey, what's going on here? You just chilling. Just chilling. So, and he was not in his like his whole Dragula right. attire. You know, it was just like <laughs> Rob, you know, wearing a... Wearing a little, uh, you know, hat. You like know. Robin Accounting. Like, <laughs> yeah, oh, you know, hey. wearing chinos. <laughs> yes. Hey, I, I was getting ready to go antiquing, and I just, what's I going think on? You, you want to come? I, yeah. I'm looking for a really there's, nice there's sideboard for the There's a farmer's market. Yeah, exactly. You want to go? I, the asparagus is on Yeah, fantastic. 
Um, so yeah, we've got crazy Lady Gaga photos. We've got photos of Sia where you see Sia. And then we have what might be, I think, yours and also my favorite photos that have come out recently, <laughs> <laughs> which is that um, Will Smith, I think it's cute that celebrities do the whole happy birthday thing like we do, you know, mm -hmm. with all of our friends. Right. I don't know exactly why, I don't think they've been in a movie together, why Will Smith and Halle Berry are buddies. But he's like, he wanted to mm. wish her happy birthday. And so um, he's like, oh, I was looking around the internet for pictures of, of me and you together, and I, um, this is as close as I could come up with. So this is what Will Smith posted on Halle Berry's, I think it's her Instagram, her social media. <laughs> <laughs> I, this, this creeped me out. It should <laughs> like, like, which guy oh. haunt your dreams more? The Lady Gaga, like, ah, photo, or this, where That's. it's half Will Smith's face, half Halle Berry's That's. face. That destroyed a fantasy for me. <laughs> and it has to do with Storm from the X-Men. <laughs> and, you know, maybe Rogue's in there somewhere. But, you know, it just really messed it it's up for me, Will. It's a Prince, kind of. Well, you know, you know who it looks like? Hmm. It looks like Chris Rock in a wig. You think? Yes. It looks like young Chris Rock in a wig. I'm talking New Jack City Chris Rock. I don't know. I'm see almost seeing a little 50 cent. I don't know. But yeah, so he, he was, you know, hey, I'm Will Smith, I'm funny, hi, this blended picture. What I did not expect mm. was that Halle Berry was like, I will see your putting our two faces together photo that you gave me, and I will raise you another oh. one to say thank you. So then she... That, that's even worse. I love that it looks kind of like a, like a school photo no, or see, like a glamour shot that, or something. That looks like Prince to me. <laughs> that, that is going to haunt my dreams. Friends should not face swap. <laughs> no, now should we face swap each other and put it on the Pop That Culture well, Facebook page? Well, because it's not page? even fully face swapping. It's like half and half facing. Well, no, that's a good face swap. Because a I, face swap is usually you leave everything else of the other person and you just put yours fully in the center. Well, this is like right. this is like an Arnold Palmer. It's like half uh, tea and half. <laughs> well, it's lemonade. better than a Robert Palmer because then you'd have to have women in black dresses standing behind you, right? Yeah, but I, you know what, I. Halle Berry, you have new, I have new respect for you because you, she said, right. she said, let's only do this ever for the rest of our lives for birthday wishes to each other. So I'm hoping we can expect mm -hmm. more of these photos next year. Well, you know, I think the reason Will Smith did that, because he's like, you know, I chose the DC universe and Halle Berry is an X-Man. <laughs> hmm. That's what it was. Aha. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Yeah. All right, we do have the Emmys coming up, and one of the hosts of the Emmys has already started a controversy. But I think he is 100% correct, and we will tell you what he said next on Pop That Culture. Hey, you guys, it's Raphael of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Guess what? The only thing we can get down here in the sewer is Geektainment Weekly on new radio media. Turtle power! Maple Lane Golf Club is a 54-hole golfing treasure located in the heart of Sterling Heights. Maple Lane Golf Club offers immaculate greens, a top-flight pro shop, and inexpensive green fees. For convenience, book your tee time online at maplelanegolf.com. Come out and enjoy a great golf experience. Try our nine and dine special, nine holes of golf, and enjoy food and refreshments in the Clubhouse Bistro. That's Maple Lane Golf Club in Sterling Heights. Check us out at maplelanegolf.com. Hi, I'm Art, and we're the crew at Tuffy Walled Lake. We've been in Walled Lake for 20 years. 
and through our knowledgeable staff and customer satisfaction, we've become quite the cornerstone in our community and to our discerning customers statewide. We know how important your vehicle is to you, and we take pride in our impeccable, affordable service, and we're trying to get you back on the road as quickly and safely as we possibly can. Please stop in and see why everybody comes from all over to get their car serviced at 784 North Pontiac Trail in Wald Lake. At Murray's Park City, we're known for offering customer service you won't get in any chain store or online. But don't take it from me, just listen to what our customers have to say. The employees at Murray's are knowledgeable, courteous. They make you feel like you're at home. Pick up a can of Seafoam Fuel System Treatment for only $6.99 or a 5-quart container of Mobile One Motor Oil for just $28.95. Murray's Park City and Pontiac Trail at Maple Road in Wald Lake. We've got the parts you need when you need them. Uh, you know, we need to start doing what Trevor Noah does and start the putting the, <laughs> the between the scenes on our Facebook page. We can. It's, uh, Some of it's them a, are bad. It's a little less safe for work, but uh, yeah, no, it's a uh, good check, good talk. We were actually talking about something that's going to be coming up in the show um, that you can look forward to that's really, really disgusting, but seems to happen more often than we think. Now... The Emmys are coming up, and this year's Emmys are going to be hosted by SNL news guys Michael Che and Colin Jost. Mm -hmm. Colin Jost was just interviewed by the LA Times, and he started to trash award shows. He's about to host an award show, mm -hmm. but he just went on a little tirade and said, I think most of the time they're way too self-serious <clears throat> and focused on things that 99% of the country doesn't care about. Mm -hmm. True. At the end of the day, it's adults getting trophies. Why should that be taken seriously? And remember when movies like Gladiator won Best Picture? Why can't good, fun things win and not just good, artsy things? They're both good. Wait a minute. They're both good, and the fun ones are sometimes a lot harder to make. He just called Gladiator a fun a, one. A, an art. Didn't he call it an art <laughs> film or a fun film? A fun. Okay. I was just, I'm sorry. He thought it was <laughs> arty. And not in okay. the... Okay. Artie Johnson, the short actor from the 70s? <laughs> he thought it was in the good, fun category, not the good, artsy okay. category. Because somehow I couldn't picture myself sitting at the Maple Theater watching Gladiator. <laughs> Are you not entertained? <laughs> at the time, though, I mean, I know it was a huge blockbuster, but I, mm. I think people would see it more in the arty category than the... See, it really walked the line. Yeah. It, it really did. Um, speaking of walking the line, because maybe it had Joaquin Phoenix in it. <laughs> and on it, so, which is part of the reason why I think Joaquin Phoenix is going to be a really good Joker, mm -hmm. because of the character that he played it, in Gladiator. If he plays Caesar... <laughs> Caesar! If he plays his uh, his Roman emperor and into the Joker, if he parlays that in, yeah, I think it'll be a really good Joker. I hope so. Right. And we know he's got it in there. Yeah, I mean, but if he sings a lot and he flies like an eagle, maybe it would be like Steve Miller's Joker. Mm. Mm. Uh, <laughs> so now, but where do you stand with what? Well, first of all, people are, are like, wait a minute. Do we have Colin Jost to blame for the Oscars now putting in the popular movie category because of the way he was Ooh. talking about the Emmy? Wow, that's a really good chicken and egg question. Yeah, I think this interview came after that, but it sounds like he agrees with what the mm -hmm. Oscars is trying to do. 
But I listen, I'll watch uh, award shows and I am interested in who and or what is going to win an Oscar. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is just adults getting trophies and patting each other on the back. Mm. And they do sometimes take themselves a little too seriously. Yes? Mm. No? Yeah. Do you disagree? No, it's no, I don't disagree because most award shows, what I see is, have you ever been to a cocktail party with a bunch of doctors? No. Okay. If you go to a a cocktail party with a bunch of doctors, Mm -hmm. and uh, even though you're somehow associated with the doctor crowd, but not a doctor, and you watch the conversations, it's like watching an Oscar show. Okay. It's like being an outsider, kind of being invited in, but nope, stay right there. Here's the line. Don't cross it. So sometimes you hear doctors going back and forth with their doctor babble going on and on and on and on. And then you'll go, yeah, I, I had an operation once. And they'll kind of look at you like, stop right there. Take a step back, buddy. That's what the Oscars are wow, to Wow, it sounds like you've been to some crappy parties. And some good ones, too. Okay. That I don't remember. Oh, well, yeah. Mm. Um, one of my favorite movies, and I don't remember if it got nominated for anything at the time, mm-hmm. um, was a, uh, a Christopher Nolan movie. I love The Dark Knight, but I also mm. love Inception. No? You know what? I'll, I'll have to I'll have to admit a movie neurosis that I have. I can't see a movie with Joseph Gordon-Levitt in it without seeing his character from Third Rock from the Sun. Oh. He will always be the little boy with the grunge hair. Okay, I wasn't a real big Third Rock from the Sun watcher. <laughs> but so so no, Joseph Gordon-Levitt is not ruined for me. No, he's, it's a fantastic show. And, and GJL, as I like to call him, or JGL, <laughs> is a, yeah, he's a fantastic actor. But it took me out of the movie to see him being like this... Like, you know, tough guy with a gun and flying in the air because I'm like, wait a minute. At the end of this movie, are you going to go out on the rooftop with uh, with your family and the guy that... Oh, French Stewart? Yes. <laughs> and, and, and look at the stars and ponder stuff about the great big head. Okay. <laughs> so. Wow. I don't know that I've ever talked to anybody who said that, that Joseph Gordon-Levin's been ruined. 500 Days of Summer? It was Zoe Deschanel dating the little kid from Third Rock from the Sun. I couldn't get out of it. Interesting. Interesting. So um, Inception came out in 2010. Mm. Crazy that that movie is already eight years old. And the way that they ended the movie, you don't know for sure if Leonardo DiCaprio's character has a fully happy ending and that it's reality that he gets to come back to the United States hmm. with his criminal record scrubbed and be reunited with his children. Oh, that kind of happy ending. Sorry. It, and be reunited with his dad and with his children. Mm. Or is he in a dream world forever? Which still is kind mm. of happy because he gets to dream about being with his family forever. Mm. But you don't know. Right. But his totem is still spinning. The top is still spinning. But it's wobbling a little bit. Right. So in the movie, if you didn't see Inception, somebody told him in a dream that you should have a totem so you can tell it's all about controlling dreams if you're dreaming Mm -hmm. or not. Right. And so he has a top and he spins it. And if it spins and spins and spins in infinity, you're still in a dream world. If it falls, then you know that you're in Mm -hmm. the real world. Christopher Nolan decides to cut the movie off with it spinning. And you're like, oh, it looks like it's about to fall, but I'm not sure. Right. Black. Yeah, and this left a whole bunch of people in the audience having problems with getting Inceptions. (laughs) So anyway, they just did a showing of the movie with uh, Michael Caine as one Mm. of the hosts, and he was talking to the audience. And he said 
that Christopher Nolan, who up to this point is saying, I'm not going to tell you. You can imagine it going either way. I'm not going to give you a definitive mm. answer to how this movie turns out in the end. Mm. But Michael Caine says he did get a definitive answer. And to remind you of the very end of the movie, here is a little clip for you. What happened to Tony Soprano's ending? Yes! Ah. So it has bothered people for years and years. They've gone back and forth where people are like, no, I swear, you could see it's falling at the end. It's super clear. He's not dreaming. And other people are like, I don't know. How is it that he was able to have this magical happy ending? Right. Blah, 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 blah. And so this is what Michael Caine says, Christopher Nolan said mm. to him. He said, when I got the script for Inception, I was a bit puzzled by it. And I said to Nolan, I don't understand where the dream is. When is it the dream and when is it reality? Which is pretty much a question, the whole mm -hmm. movie. And Christopher Nolan said to him, well, when you're in a scene, it's reality. So he said, so get that. If I'm in it, it's reality. If I'm not in it, it's a dream. Mako Kane mm -hmm. was in that final scene. That dirty, rotten scoundrel. <laughs> Nice! You know, I, uh... So that means reality! I have a theory about Inception and The Sopranos. Okay. And David, back me up on this. Alrighty. So you went to... Did you go to film school proper? What, did you, what school did you go to? Yeah, I went to PI. Okay. So would you agree with me that to make a film, uh, you know, memorable and part of water cooler discussion for years and years and years after you complete it, you should just cut to black in the middle of a shot? I mean, that's... Because basically you never end the story. Right. You keep talking about it infinitely. It's a never-ending story, yeah. Atreyu. Never-ending story. So you're saying it's a cheap trick? Not the band. Don't even go oh. there. <laughs> well, we are talking about the dream police and Inception. Oh! Woo! Ah! Oh, my God. Thank God that runs over. Oh. Ah. What? Anyway, there's your answer. If you believe that Christopher Nolan was telling the truth to Michael Caine or just mm. sort of placating him and giving him something to think about so he wasn't confused while he was filming the movie. Oh, we thought it was over, but maybe it's not over. Yeah, so cut to another discussion. Him and Leo DiCaprio. <laughs> so Leo, Chris here. 
Anytime you're in a scene, <laughs> it's real. And, then, and that conversation cuts to black. <laughs> ah, no man! <laughs> da, da, da. Oh. oh, so real quick, just to give mm. a little uh, shout out, there is a horror movie that's coming out. Mm. It's by the people that did, um, oh, Ex Machina, which you just saw mm -hmm. and you really liked. I thought that was a good one. Yes. And then they did um, Hereditary. Mm. And so A24 is doing a new movie called Slice, which is about a pizza delivery guy, go figure. And it's starring Chance the Rapper. What? What would be the chance? <laughs> what are the chances? Mm. But who knew that in their sort of preview movie poster, they were going to totally rip on Little Caesars. And I love, I love, <laughs> I so, Illich family, please don't be offended by this because I love it. Oh, dead in 30 minutes or less. That's so nice. Do mm. they still do the, the 30 minutes or less thing? No, they don't deliver. Little Caesars does. Oh, that's, that's right, because it's all, it's all hot and right, ready. But, but Domino's stopped doing that. Um, but, you know, I mean... I like the hot and ready. It's a good product. <laughs> it is. Poor guy doesn't have a head, so he can't really eat it. Pizza, pizza. Looks like, you know, he's kind of a goner. He might be cold and ready <laughs> in a second. Oh, speaking of what you should and shouldn't eat, we are going to talk about mm. something that's really bumming a lot of people out yeah. when it comes to what you're going to have for breakfast every day mm -hmm. and what might lead to health problems for you if yeah. you continue to eat it for breakfast every day. And we will talk about it next on Pop That Culture. Hi, I'm Andy. And I'm David. Join us for fun and adventure on our new show, Podquesters, where we fight through imaginary battles and pray to the dice gods for good rolls. Yes, it's an epic sweeping adventure. We try to fulfill our destinies without driving the Dungeon Master crazy. I thought that was the point. Anyways, check us out here on NewRadioMedia.com, Fridays, Podquesters. See you there. Advertising your business these days can be challenging. Traditional radio and TV ads are expensive and, frankly, a bit of a crapshoot. Not to mention, the audience for over-the-air material is shrinking as more and more of us demand to see and hear what we want, when we want. Advertising on new radio media is a solution. With our live streaming programs that are also available on demand, your message is always ready when your customers are ready to watch and listen, all for a fraction of what you'd likely have been paying for other ads. NewRadioMedia.com. Call Buzz Van Houten at 248-939-9999 for more information. A study from Johns Hopkins researchers indicates a high-fat diet may lead to the development of new nerve cells in your brain that influence how much you eat. But it's also been known for decades that the brain continues to form new nerve cells well into adulthood. So for now, it appears the process occurs not only in the parts of your brain associated with memory and a sense of smell, but also in the ones that control your various body functions, including hunger and thirst. One researcher believes that your brain functions this way as part of your body's survival mechanism. When food is abundant, it generates cells that will make you eat more and make you store excess calories as fat for use when food is not readily available. But the problem with humans, particularly those in developed countries, is that food is almost always readily available. So the more you eat, the more fat you store, and the greater becomes your appetite. With another prescription for your health, I'm Dr. Jim Bragman.
concern. Oh, hey, hi. Sorry, I'm looking. I'm getting real. <laughs> I was concentrating so hard on this story. She was checking her horses. <laughs> I have uh, the monkey on my back gambling. I need mm, to get help. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was just looking at this story about the breakfast cereals. Actually, anything like oat-based. They did this whole big test. Uh-huh. That to see... Um, how many of these things contained a chemical that's used in weed killer? It's basically Roundup. It's, it is, it's the active yes. ingredient in Roundup, correct. which has been in the news lately because um, Monsanto, yeah, correct, not Joe Santos, is getting sued because of the cancer risk, alleged cancer risk yes. of Roundup. Well, there was one man specifically who sued who said that he got cancer because of Roundup. Right, not from watching a rodeo, where no. they simulate a roundup, right. but from killing weeds. Yes. So it is glyphosate that's the main ingredient in weed killer. And um, they just released a study yesterday. The Environmental Working Group um, conducted the study, and they tested a whole bunch of products. Mm -hmm. And there is a certain level that is okay, or trace amounts, and everybody's going to be all right. Mm -hmm. um, and a lot of things cleared that. Well, basically, everything that's bad for us is allowed in minuscule parts right. in most of what we consume. Yeah. So whether it be pharmaceuticals, chemicals, rodent poop, the FDA no, I know. Says, they have the certain mm, rules yeah. for how much, um, like, if, if it's a peanut butter factory, like, how much poop can be in the peanut yes. butter, um, how many rat This tastes like crap. How, well. many, how many rat hairs are allowed, mm. you know, per whatever batch yeah. of Yeah, and we can butter, go round like, and round with that rat <laughs> hair thing forever. What goes around comes around. Um, uh. But, yeah, it's disgusting. Like, if you actually knew what the levels are that are allowed for a number of different things to be in the food so mm -hmm. just don't think about it <laughs> but when you get to a point where they're saying that some of these things have too much and if you mm -hmm. ingest too much of this per day y'all gonna get be, sick y'all gonna get sick and it could be dangerous for for children for families and on the list of potentially dangerous to children Things like back to nature, classic granola, Quaker Simply granola oats, but we also have Cheerios. Mm -hmm. um, it's the Cheerios Toasted Whole Grain Oat Cereal. So the stuff you think is the best Cheerio. Right, you think, well, first of all, you think the Cheerios are healthy in general, but mm -hmm. then you get to the whole wheat toasted whatever. Yeah, Mr. Honeybee, you lying sack of... Lying little insect, son of a bitch. You know, I hate to say it, I'm not trying to single anybody out, but yeah. general, a lot of General Mills products have yeah. been called out. Fortunately, Kellogg's, Pretty much on the good side. Yes. Go Battle Creek. Woo! Uh, but Lucky Charms was also on the potentially dangerous mm -hmm. to children yeah, list. Yeah, they're going to call them Unlucky Charms now. I know. And then also uh, Market Pantry. Isn't that uh, a Target? Target. Target. That's Target. Because I've bought Market Pantry stuff before, so they're instant oatmeal, strawberries, and cream. Again, I say this is a lot of things that are oat-based were in right. this study. But there's, another, there's a couple other brands. I think um, what Nature's Path. Nature Valley. Nature Valley. Those guys yep. are they? Wait, no. Nature Valley is on the bad list, right? They're on the bad list. Yes. Yeah, Nature Valley Nature's, Crunchy Grill. There's of another ours. one that they sell, at like Whole Foods, Trader Joe's, and Costco, which is uh, safe amounts. Things like Back to Nature, mm -hmm. Banana Walnut. Uh, you got Kellogg's in there. Whole Foods bulk bin conventional rolled oats are all right. But that'll cost like nine hundred dollars a pound. <laughs> yes. They have sixty days same as cash financing on the Whole Foods product, by mm -hmm. the way. Contained no glyphosate in any test, nature's path organic honey almond That's granola. The is that the one? Thing. Kashi heart to heart organic is still good for Go you. Go Kashi. 
Yeah, 365 organic old-fashioned rolled oats, you're all right. Mm. But yeah, if you're concerned about anything, definitely go to the internet, look up the list of what was safe, not safe, and just kind of lean on the safer yeah. side of things as yeah. far as what you're eating, what you're feeding to your family. Don't eat Roundup. Don't eat Roundup. Just don't. Don't, <laughs> don't spray yeah. it directly into That's your mouth. That's not Banaka. What's <laughs> going on? Uh, you know how we talk about there all of these trends that are just ridiculous, like the Tide Pod trend mm. or the Kiki in my feelings trend yeah. where people are like on the outside of a moving car or the hot water challenge, which we talked about a mm -hmm. little while ago, where the goal is to just give somebody third degree burns, yeah. I guess. And pretty ridiculous. soon there's going to be the several limb challenge. Yeah, would it, would it uh, pass? I'd yeah. The you, swallow you joke, a samurai like sword here challenge. Yeah, it's um, close. The, you know, lop off a, you know, vital organ challenge. <laughs> it's, where's it going to end? I don't, well, but what I'm saying is I'm happy to know that there are good challenges that are out there. Mm. And one I of like the, the Pepsi challenge. Oh, true. Oh my goodness. Is this generic cola or is it Pepsi? <laughs> I don't know. It's called hashtag tip the bill. Mm. And people are posting all over Facebook and Instagram and Twitter, and they are putting up pictures of, and sometimes it's the wait person and sometimes it's the customer mm -hmm. um, showing the receipts and the fact that the person tipped 100%, tipped the amount of the bill. I love it. And you know who's a big tipper? Kid Rock has been known to tip exorbitant oh, amounts of really? money. Uh, to his servers, okay. which is great. You go, Kid Rock. Nice. Um, but I have a conspiracy theory. I'm not a conspiracy theory guy. Are you sure? So, Alex Jones, go to hell. <laughs> but I have a question. Okay. Do you think this might have been started maybe by a server who tweeted it out going, if I can get traction on this, all my brethren going to get tips? You know what? Even if that is how it started... I say, have at it. Keep it going. Okay. Well, now, what if it started this way? Okay. What if a guy's on a first date, and he's talking about just the tip, and his date says, what a great idea. And he's like, ding, I'm getting some tonight. And so in her head, she's seen him being a baller, tipping the whole bill, and he is like, wow, I get some night of unprotected fun. No. No? No. Okay. I was just throwing out all the options. I think it's just a nice thing that people are doing and they like to get credit are for it sure? by posting so about it on social media. So this guy isn't like, I'll media. just put 20% of it in. <laughs> well, 15 if you're bad. 10? No. We were talking in the break about this next story. I didn't realize that this was something that had happened more than once, mm. which is that people, I mean, I know that people get annoyed with vegans because they feel like people who are vegans or vegetarian can be kind of pushy about it. Right. And always, you know, letting everybody know, like, I can't believe you're eating this, that, and the other. Right. And, like, oh, and you this eat is, what you're going to eat, yes. I'll eat what I'm going to eat. You, you know, know here's what I love about my in-laws. So my wife and her family, lots of vegetarians and mm -hmm. a couple of vegans in the family. Um, and they're all totally cool about it. Yeah. And so I eat bacon. I eat whatever. <laughs> in front of them? Yeah. Oh, well. And sometimes they even buy it for me. Yeah. Like, you know. I mean, your wife, your wife yeah. lives with you every day. She knows. She'll go, she's like, get around a rotisserie chicken. Me, you know? yeah. The best time was when she cooked a turkey for Thanksgiving. Like a, like a tofurkey or a turkey? No, turkey? like a real turkey. A real turkey? Yeah. No, a jive turkey. No. Come on. A I real don't know if she did a vegetarian thing. Or, but you're saying that, that as a vegetarian woman, she had to deal with all the giblets and the, yeah. and the real, like, I can't even do that. I'm a big baby when it comes right. to dealing with um, raw meat before you cook it. Really? Yeah. You mean, so you're a big baby. Like, what, you poop on it? <laughs> what do you do? No, I'm just grossed out by it. Like, when you're, you know, trying to take oh, things yeah. apart and like, rah! The, the bag of giblets? Oh, gross. Yeah. 
gross, gross. So gross. yeah, you're not rolling with your homies sipping on giblet juice? No. Okay. Laid back. So there was a big vegan festival and this guy who apparently had tried the vegan lifestyle and then felt really sick and unhealthy wanted to let everybody know that veganism is bad for you? Well, and a lot of people feel this way. You know, like most normal people, if they start thinking about it, the argument that you'll hear a lot is, well, human beings, you know, we're born omnivores, you know, we sure. evolved from things that eat meat. So we kind of have to have a balance of both, yeah. you know. And I have found, because I've tried going vegetarian, I tend to get a little bit more, I get more colds and things like that. My immune system really? gets a little weird when I eat vegetarian because I've gone for fairly long stretches where I've eaten mostly plant-based or all plant-based mm -hmm. and I just tend to get sick more. Hmm. And my wife has actually pointed that out. So yeah, some people are just wired a certain way. Yeah, so of course when you feel like everybody needs to know what you want to say, you go in the middle of a vegan festival and bring a giant slab of raw bloody meat and just start eating it in the center of the festival. That, you know what? That's not part of my living. And you have to live. film it. Yeah. Of course you have to film of it. Of course you do. And then post it on social media. Mm-hmm. Go live and so, let live. But, but this is like, I know this guy was trying to taunt people purposely, mm -hmm. but what he was doing was not illegal. And yet somebody, I don't know who in the festival, called the cops and called the cops. Stop over. calling the cops, all of you. Stop. They have better things to do. So here's a little <sighs> smidge of a video. And what I find is that the, the guy initially had been more of a jerk about eating this mm -hmm. big piece of, of raw meat. But here he's just having like a almost like a casual conversation with the police officer, mm -hmm. just gnawing on it, just yeah. having a little snack. It's I, gross. I can't watch this. No, here, I'm but you watch my, it. Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> Just snacking, just having a little bite. Yeah, little. That can't yeah. be good for you, right? What, eating raw meat? Yeah. No, you can get parasites. You can get... I know some you know, meat you can actually eat raw, depending on it. But most of them, I feel like it's not yeah. good for you. Don't you jump on the salmonella train by munching on a raw chicken breast. <laughs> yeah, no. It's, uh -uh. It's, it's terrifying. I and hope. gizzards, no. Tripe, no. No, mm -mm. no, no. Disgusting. Yeah. So people were horrified by him just gnawing on this raw piece of meat. People were also horrified by what they saw on Chip Gaines, of Chip and Joanna Gaines, oh. Fixer Upper. Oh my goodness. On his social media, he posted a picture that he thought was just going to be a funny comment on the fact that the child car seat was like sitting next to the stove mm. in the house. But all people could concentrate on was the homemade cornbread that was right next yes. to the child seat. Yes. And the fact that somebody in the house had dared to cut right up the middle. Right. Didn't cut the rest of it, just went right up the, the middle softy yeah. soft pieces and took those for themselves. Some people can't see the forest for the cornbread. <laughs> I, you know what? I don't blame him. You know why? Hmm. If you like the chicken breast, go for the white meat, I say. If you like that heart <laughs> of the watermelon, you know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. The best part of the watermelon. <laughs> Get to the center of the watermelon. If you want to bite that Tootsie Pop, oh. bite the freaking Tootsie Pop. One, two, three. Yes. Um, are you, so are you not a corner guy at all? I kind of like corner not pieces. Not for cornbread or brownies. Brownies, I dig it. Jets pizza, yes. The Ooh, corners. Pizza corners. That's why you, you know, Little Caesar's deep dish and Jets pizza. Yeah. 
always get all the corners. I realize I'm kind of a corner girl. Yeah. I dig. So well, I'm actually like this. So is wait not a minute. So everybody mad. puts Sarah in the corner. Everybody puts me in the corner. Hmm. And I am not angry about it. But yeah, people on Twitter were like, what sort of monster cuts out the middle first? Who cuts the middle before the ends? What kind of sadists live in your house? Like, settle down, no. people. It's he is just, just he is just going for what he likes, and I say more power to you. More Chip power Gaines. to you. But Chris Chip. Gaines, not so much. <laughs> All right. When we come back, Avengers Infinity War has released some startling footage. It deals with Black Panther mm. and goats. Mm. And we will let you see it next on Pop That Culture. Want to stay informed, entertained, and enlightened? Get connected and stay connected today to New Radio Media. The New Radio Media app is now available for download in the Apple and Google Play Store. Just search for NRM Streams for unlimited access to archived, live, new, exciting, and unique content. Welcome to Geektainment Weekly, all for free. Do it now. Stay connected. And action. And millions of ducks. Two guys go to newradiomedia.com. The Arts and Entertainment Channel. On new radio media dot com. What's going on in your neighborhood? They say it takes a village. It's the simple things. The things that are a testament to the old. The things that are a testament to the new. Know what's going on in your community. Check out our community channel on newradiomedia.com. It's all about you, and that's the way we like it. Where you're going. What you do to stay fit. What you're eating. What you're thinking. And how you're feeling. Join the conversation at newradiomedia.com's Lifestyles channel. Stream the life you want to live. Welcome back to Pop Culture. I'm Sarah. And I'm Joe. Yes, you are. <laughs> oh, Joe. And I am funky. <laughs> and I am funky. You, when you saw this movie, when you saw Avengers Infinity War, mm. you were really emotional about this I, At the end? Right? I like was you seriously. came in the next day and, and, I, and I, Andy yeah. and David had to calm you down. Right. I, um, and then I had to have a talk with my wife about what we were going <laughs> to expose our son to. <laughs> You know, hearing hearing hard. a bad word on a YouTube video with my kid in the room, yeah. not necessarily a bad thing. The end of Infinity War, <laughs> like the end, the pre-credits end, right, right, right. not the mid-credits or post-credits right, end, I gotcha. is, uh, you know, not where they thank Georgia. 
Thanks, <laughs> Governor Snyder. Thanks for uh, a shoot. You know, yes, I had to have group therapy yes. and, a, and a hug. You did need a hug. You were very sad about it. So I thought I would give you some Avengers Infinity War footage mm. that would not make you sad. Oh. That would tickle your joke. What is, is where they, they lop Thanos' hand off because they can't get the damn glove off of it? No. Thanks, Star-Lord. No. Thanks, Star-Lord. No. Hold it together, Star-Lord. This is just, they've already put out, I think, one uh, bit of their gag reel, but they released new gag reel footage now with more goats. Well, you know, I'll finish this one later. <laughs> Wait, should I say, what? Are we, are we... I know you have found something. A sense of peace. Okay, now you are going too far now. We don't trade lies, Captain. <laughs> I told you to go. <laughs> we need to destroy the you, Buffalo. <laughs> How long do I stand here overacting for? Oh, yeah, okay. Oh my god, he's gonna be some bad acting now. Super califragilistic, That was what made me sad. Yeah. I want more. Why does Paul Bettany have chicken pox in all those <laughs> scenes? I don't get it. Yeah, when you're doing any of the motion capture stuff yeah. or anything for them later, you just you look like a complete ass the whole right. time. Like Ruffalo's little like motion capture gray leotard suit that he had to wear <laughs> when he was running around yeah. as Hulk, and it just it's a it's a toughie. Yeah, well, pretty special effects. Love gag reels, especially the ones after the Pixar movies where they animate <laughs> yeah. the the outtakes. But the gag reels I don't like are the ones after adult movies. Those are bad. I mean, I have to give you credit for that, but whoa. That's, no, we don't. We get it. We get it. Dave, Dave just threw down his, his producer's can. notes. Uh, so get wait. a gag reel. Oh, now. Yeah. <laughs> I was just going to say. Wait, you know what? Here's the funny thing. Right now... This is part of a gag reel about us talking about a gag reel, right? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> you ever showed up to work and feel like uh, things are not going to work out? Every day at 10 a.m., Sarah. Yep, I figured. <laughs> it's also happened to some people at Domino's. Not Domino's, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> Dunkin' Donuts. Dunkin' Boy, Donuts. The, the rest of this uh, show has Their become a gag reel. speaker for drive through for Dunkin' Donuts, broken. This, this is the keynote speaker, the guy that makes remarks right before you eat your donuts. The spirit of the people working at Dunkin' Donuts, not broken, mm. because they were like, we are going to MacGyver the hell out of this and figure out a yes. way for people to still drive through and get their coffee and their donuts mm. and whatever else it is that they need. And so, fotografio, they took two traffic cones and taped them together. I don't know why anybody had a baby monitor on hand. But that's what I want. <laughs> when I saw the story, I'm like, who has a baby monitor with them? They're just bringing to work, like, in case right. we did. I don't know, but they put the baby monitor in the cone, mm. the cone then helps to project the sound and they right. were able to plug it in and people were still able to make their orders and I they actually it. got like a shout out from Dunkin Donuts corporate like you guys are awesome with 
are going to have you have an employee stand there and take people's orders um, instead of what you did. But we think what you did was no Dunkin' genius. Donuts corporate should have been like, are you maintaining your store? Where's the manager? Who's the MOD? Where is he? Oh, he's a Tim Hortons. What the hell? Son of a yes. But we give major props to the employees of this particular uh, Dunkin' Donuts who were little MacGyvers in mm. New Hampshire and figured out how to keep things going. Yeah, you're not going to get that at Krispy Kreme. No. No. They're, not they're just going to, you know, extra. the whole thing of the parade of donuts at Krispy Kreme, it's just a diversion. <laughs> you can't see what's going on behind the glass. It's like, you're so enthralled by the donuts, you're not seeing the sleight of hand. <laughs> All right. You know who's coming up? Cream. What? The, the what? Wizard of Krispy Kreme. The Wizard of Krispy Kreme, yeah. <laughs> yes. I don't want to know how he glazes those donuts. Hey! Oh! I mean, we were there. We might as well go yeah, back. Speaking of gag reels, <laughs> do you know whose shows never have a gag reel? Because he's, he's one take folly, is what they call That's him. That's right. Scenes. You can't shake him. He is unshakable. Yes. A pro, a consummate pro. Yes, he is. End. He is a consummate pro. Unlike us, he's got it together and he knows <laughs> what to do. No matter how far in advance you book the conference room, never invite us to a meeting. But this guy, always invite. Always. Craig he knows Foley. what's up. Yes. Especially for two-hour meetings. <laughs> You're going to have a two-hour meeting with Craig right now at the Craig Folly Show, and we will be back tomorrow on Pop and Culture. <laughs>